Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our mystery producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? Doing fine. I can't help but think about how, correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah. in a week's time, um, this film called Black Adam will be in theaters? Uh, Not quite. Tickets just went on sale this week. Two weeks? Like, uh, when, I want to say it it's the. Out? I want to say it comes out October twenty first. October twenty first. I had it in my mind like October seventh for some reason. No, that's uh, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, you you say that like I confused the two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I but not that you confused the two, but that, that I mean, as far as like franchise things so, coming up, yeah. So there's still time for that movie to get canceled. Got it. <laughs> yep. You, no. Yep. Yes. Uh, I just looked. I confirmed it is October 21st. And yeah, there. even though tickets have gone on sale, there is still time for it to be canceled. Because it is DC, y'all. You never know. <laughs> well, you know, you know, they did like even they even like tweaked trailers because I guess the uh, Snyderverse people were all upset over, you know, showing Justice League footage, you know, so anything's possible with that crowd. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, speaking about things getting canceled, Star Trek four has been officially removed from the Paramount pictures upcoming film slate, which I think because of all of the DC craziness, everyone forgot about this. <laughs> There was a big story a few years ago, what feels like a few years ago, mm-hmm. about um, Chris Hemsworth coming back. There being yep. some time travel thing happen. Um, but the dude wanted a lot of money. And, yep. um, you know, there are egos at play because you have another Chris on board, um, that movie. But yeah. it looks like we're not getting double Chris anytime soon. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, so, uh, and it's funny because I think, was it about, was it, Late last year, I want to say that uh, there was an announcement that they were this film was going to be shot this year, and it, it one of the Chris's Chris Pond was was asked by a reporter at an opening, uh, "What do you think about the you know news of uh, Star Trek Four? Are you are you excited about returning to the set, etc." I'm you know, paraphrasing the question, and Chris was like, "Really? There's a movie." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was and we actually I think it broke one night when we were recording so we were, we had a good laugh about it then uh the, how problematic it is when the studio announces something and they haven't locked down the star <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so it was doomed from the start and then like you know Max Shackman who is of course now going on to Fantastic Four uh was slated to direct this film and and then uh SK um Jameson or something. She was uh, Clarkson, I uh, believe her name. She was also supposed to direct this film. So it's just been one thing after another. But bottom line, Star Trek's killing it on streaming. I mean, I know we had our definite issues with Star Trek Picard season two in particular. Mm-hmm. But between Lower Decks, which is going right now, Strange New Worlds, which you know, I loved it, loved it. Um, Prodigy, Discovery. I mean, they could just just, just keep doing the streaming thing because I mean, really, like I, I even tweeted this. I was like, when I when I saw that it was officially removed, I'm like, eh, okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and I'm a fan. <laughs> right, right. Um, now this this may be shocking, but. <sighs> I feel like people are treating this bit of news as if this never has happened in the MCU. And it's actually happened a few times. We just forget about it because the end result is always, not always, but is typically good. So we don't, we don't care um, if it got a little bit messy in early development. Um, But the long anticipated Blade movie, um, the director has officially parted ways with it. Um, While the film was scheduled to begin in November. So maybe, I don't know if, if this just broke, but it's been a long time coming. And so they already, Feige already has his plan B. Um, or if this will delay production and then delay 
um, a scene, Mahershala, yeah. <laughs> in the MCU. Because, <laughs> dude, that that guy has been cast to, like, please do not let Blade become the Black Adam of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't this like the 2019 Comic Con when he was announced? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, uh, Basam Tariq, he was, yeah, he was announced as director and he, yeah, apparently, yeah, things didn't work out. And he, but he's staying on as an executive director, uh, executive producer of the film. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, Hollywood Reporter wrote this and then also related to it, uh, Jeff Schneider, who we, you know, many people may, he's a film critic and, columnist but he's also but I, I think you and I both were introduced to him through the uh, showdown mm-hmm. <laughs> um he uh, actually tweeted earlier in the week uh, about some issues with this um with the project including uh one of the reasons why they let him go was you know they just weren't very pleased with the development uh I think there were only like two action sequences in the film that was uh, at least had been written at, up to this point, the, the script apparently was pretty thin, uh, page-wise and content-wise. It sounded like, and um, and there's many, and some people are feeling that Feige is is getting overextended, given that he's got you know all these films like cranking now the MCU and also all the TV shows. So, but you're right. I mean, this is not the first time this happened. I mean. Doctor Strange and Scott Derrickson. I mean, he left four months before they were supposed to start filming. So, Ant Man. Um, Ant Man, yeah. Yep. Yeah, another one. Yep. Um, yeah. And even jo- John Watts with Fantastic Four, even though it wasn't in, you know, at the stage that. Oh no, I, I wouldn't bring. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. compare that. But yeah. but yeah, this has definitely happened before. But it's. It's a small setback. We'll see how how much it causes a delay. Um, but I mean, Feige is also, despite all of these setbacks, we still get the movie in the long run. So we're yeah. probably gonna get this movie. Um, it's yeah. just um, for some reason we, as fans, we like to say, okay, it's too much, it's too much, and then it's like, but we want more. <laughs> We want more, yeah. And, and, the, and the thing, more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Another thing too is, I mean, you know, when you think about it, we uh, for for better or worse, Marvel has the formula, and really the director is just sort of there to execute the formula that Feige has has concocted. And I I think they have a formula for their origin stories, mm-hmm. but to get to your point. I think it's Feige's plan at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, people could put their spins on it because, I mean, clearly Sam Raimi did with with Doctor Strange, uh, but it still had that base, like you said, that base Feige formula. It's It still has to feel like it's an, another installment of this much grander, long-term television show that we've been yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just on the big screen. Well, depending yeah. on where you watch it, True. <laughs> I literally yeah. watched Infinity War. Or no, Infinity Game, Infinity War, <laughs> and Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> Endgame, and No Way Home. Um, when I was traveling last week. Uh, um. So I and I was watching it on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if the graphics are not like amazing on that. The stories are what get me through the long flights. So, but we do have other things to talk about. Um, so, real quickly, um, speaking about Jeff Snyder, he had also reported that Harrison Ford. Wait, well, come on yeah. now. So, so wait a second. So it's yeah. not. Inser- so all we're saying here is Harrison Ford was yeah. considered was right. considered to replace William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross in the upcoming Thunderbolts movie. What kind of piece of news is that, Will? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I was, I, it was one of those things I was listening to he, his podcast with John Roca today, and and he mentioned this particular bit uh, that this either 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 he was locked down to do it, um, and things just fell through, or they thought about it, but 
because apparently he's during during the interview if you go take go listen to it uh kathleen kennedy put her foot down about if if he were to replace the the late william hurt in thunderbolts that uh, they couldn't do the announcement at d23 because they didn't want it to step on uh dna and jones news that was dropped during that event so um long and short of it i mean it was just thought it was a very interesting bit i mean a lot of people probably it's one of those things will probably be trending on twitter for for a bit so i just figured i'd just throw it in for us will is all about the twitter trends all about the twitter trends um trying to keep my pulse my finger on the pulse of the geekdom (laughs) yeah yeah finger on a pulse but nobody predicted the next bit of news as our favorite funny man ryan reynolds um made a short little video and dropped a huge bomb. Um, well, he didn't drop a bomb. He made a video, and in the background, we see the lovely Hugh Jackman just agree, just, you know, off the cuff, agree yep. to turn as Wolverine, Wolverine in Deadpool 3, um, a movie that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Deadpool... Like when it when it, one of their movies drops, it's just like it's this big thing, and then you forget about it. But I, after watching this, I it just made me think about how much I really like Deadpool too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really remember liking that movie. Yep. Laughing at all the right places. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I have I am very much aware of the jackman reynolds love affair that has happened over the past few years so this is just like why can't it be 2023 um why do we have to wait until 2024 um and and you're and you you put on the rundown we're just amazed that this wasn't leaked (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean they they because the the film of uh, if I understand some production are pretty close to being done. So, or, or maybe they're, yeah, but in any event, it's amazing that somehow, you know, that this wasn't, wasn't leaked. And, and, and then the, th- the other thing, the first video, but then they dropped the second video. Uh, yeah. The, the sitting on the couch. And I'm just like, you know, just do that. Just, 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 just drop a video every couple months, just, just, just for fun, because I, we don't even uh, need trailers. We just need yeah. these videos. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, yeah, we don't need you tra- exactly. <laughs> we just need the trailers. Um, we did get a big trailer drop this week, um, as HBO Max did drop the Last of Us series trailer featuring Pedro Pascal as Joel. Um, so for longtime listeners, Will, longtime listeners, they know that I, I don't play video games, um, but they also know that I am, um, I deeply admire and respect the kind of funny podcast and kind of funny games. And so I'm familiar with games, um, Mm -hmm. put it short, but, um, and this, this game came out a few years ago called Last of Us 2, and I randomly in the background as White Noise listened to their review of it, which sparked a weird desire to want to know the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did find all of the cut scenes, and so I do know what happens. Mm. I am very curious how long they can make this into a series um considering there are only two games and it's pretty it's pretty it's it's pretty straightforward i mean it's compelling but mm-hmm. it's a pretty straightforward story so i don't know how long they can stretch it um watching this trailer um it looks good it does it, does. <laughs> it looks really good yeah. um so I I am I I didn't watch the entire thing, um, just because I'm like no I already know the story I already know too much, <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to this and um, I I just have a lot of curiosity about how they can make this work long term. Yeah yeah I agree I mean whenever you're you're adapting a a video game to, to live action it's a rare gem when it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but this, the, 
this really yeah like you i i was like ooh, i i really digging this and uh looking forward to this coming out next year so yeah yeah it's it's i, mean, I don't know i never played the game uh, you know i've heard of it uh but but beyond that uh whenever this project was first announced and pedro was going to be involved with it i i did have to I did have to wiki it to get a little bit more detail about it, just because I, I'm just not familiar with the property. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, but the the trailer, I mean, it just had such like great visuals. I mean, the you know the pokop apocalyptic, you know, horror kind of things, elements to it. I mean, it just it just seems like this was going to be a really, a really cool show to watch and. I mean, plus just being on HBO Max gives me gives me um, good vibes as well because I, I, you know I know the quality that goes into that network that doesn't put anything up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I agree with that. And and don't get me wrong, I'm glad this is a show and not a movie mm-hmm. because I also don't think you could do the story justice in the span of two hours. Mm. Um. So it'll I I. I don't know how many episodes are in the first season. I'm assuming 10. Unless it's a mini series. And then it might be more six. But HBO Max tends to do 10 episodes. Yeah. I, I don't. I remember whenever I think. It first. News first dropped. Uh, we, we, we knew the episode count. But I, I don't know. I can't recall off the top of my head. Well no worries. No worries. Um. We're going to stay on HBO Max and head into Westeros and talk about House of the Dragon, the princess and the queen. The princess and the queen, Will. (laughs) Um, So my first thought and what I want to put out here is Olivia Cook owned this episode. Mm -hmm. She just owned it. She... I mean, I know it, it was really interesting to me because we talked about this last week, the time jump. We knew it was coming. It's here to happen. And these two pivotal pivotal characters, we're getting new actresses to play these roles. Um, and what is their chemistry going to be like? What is their chemistry going to be like with all of the actors and the parts that we've, we've um gotten to know over the past five episodes and and we start with Renera and Renera is still kind of that focal point but man Olivia Cook just took Allison to the next level and it's not that she overshined Darcy I just think Allison had more to do Mm, Um, because and especially the way they they left it with her in the previous episode where she was featured very briefly, but like she wore green and she's still wearing green, (laughs) (laughs) still wearing green. And, and I love, so I love how we first hear about the queen Mm -hmm. as very ominous, like, Oh, has she just gone off the deep end? Not really. She, she's just, She's uh she's picking her battles very wisely. Um, and so we see her friction with Rhaenyra and then her friction with um, her husband, um, Viserys. And um, then we also see this more of this idea that Allison understands this game now. Like she's mm-hmm. woken up over the past 10 years. And that scene with her son where she's just like, dude, These people you think are your friends and family, they will kill you in a heartbeat because they want the power and you're a threat to that. So wake the fuck up. (laughs) And I love that. But then fast forward and when she realizes how her politics has now killed a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Like you could see that horror, and I yeah. I was a little surprised they didn't hold on that for too long. They kind of brushed it aside, but but for the few seconds they did, you could see in her face she didn't realize how how much others um, 
are going to manipulate her and 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 put her make her make these decisions that have dire consequences because at the end of the day it's still Allison who we met in the first episode yeah. um and so I like that she hasn't fully gone villain and there's still an innocence and a goodness in her it's just that due to her circumstances she's being forced to play that part yeah yeah that, that was yeah that, that was like the element that i did appreciate as far as when Lara's strong whenever all, all you know she you know you're right i mean people were still taking advantage of her innocence or or not um maybe not innocence but her naivete as far as how these games of are played here in in, in the palace because right. he you know she said you know she was you know clearly upset with how things are going how let's just go at spoiler alert how the bastards are, are still in yep. line to to the throne when she has pure quote unquote pure blood well she does have pure blood you know targaryen um well technically Technically, I guess, the the bastards are Targaryen too. I yeah, mean, Targaryen yeah. too. Yeah, but I guess I guess I guess I guess recognized Targaryen. You know, legitimate Targaryen. Um, because but no, Rhaenyra's Targaryen. No, no, the no, but I mean, legitimate in the sense that they are of the marriage between her and Viserys, not because not the not the bastard kids. That's what. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not illegitimate children right right and 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 how yeah and how that you know so she's venting but then you know the opportunity opportunist sees on that and 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 use it to, to their own ends but you're right i mean as far as the, the 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 concern that we had i you know i you know i think right sunday evening when I, I messaged you, I was like, this felt this felt like a, a new season. I didn't it didn't the time jump didn't there were a few places where I thought they probably could have stayed on a few elements a little bit just to give us a little bit more depth. But at the same time, uh I, I replacing the two Allison and 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 Renera didn't bother me so much because both actresses I thought really picked up the core of what uh, Emily Carey and um, Molly Alcock had with the, those two. And you're, you're right, just took what we at the, especially what we saw at the end of episode five and going into episode six, it was like next level, how um, all, all, all the just things that just blew up and um and at the end of episode five how allison really did learn how to play the game it took really took took the words of her father to heart whenever right. they had their party at the at the uh episode five when he left left the uh left the palace right yeah uh, he so, so what struck me about it was, um, I think at one point she talks about where's the decency, like where's, and and I I keep thinking about um, what I'm gonna call the sex episode, where you have the parallel between Damon and Renera in mm -hmm. that brothel with Allison and Viserys in the the the, uh, the bed, yeah. and I think that. The lie is one thing, the um, the protection, but I think also there's a bit of jealousy mm -hmm. that Renera did it when they were kids and got away with pursuing, like doing what she wants, and yet she's still the princess. Yeah. And um, how Alicent, because she's not a Targaryen, She's only married, but she's pretty much been a prisoner in this kingdom, in that in that castle for so long. 
Um, and she could never step out of line. She could never pursue anyone who she might be attracted to. Instead, she has to have this old man who's falling apart at the seams. Like, yeah. like, like I, I think that um, going back to that episode and thinking about the choices of what they showed between both girls mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of sex and love and marriage um i think that that is at the heart of where where this rivalry is really coming from and the fact that in the span of 10 years renera has birthed three boys mm-hmm. um and none of them look like their supposed father <laughs> which was <laughs> a great great and you know i have to i have to admit as soon as that baby came out i was like huh i don't yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like they were still cleaning it up, and I was like, mm, I don't think that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not, yep, yeah, that's not Valerian. <laughs> but, but, and it's, and, and I maybe this is why, and it has nothing to do with um, Emma Darcy because I think she did a really good job. I especially the opening sequence, the opening sequence in this episode is up there for me because it's just it was masterful in terms of her giving birth and then immediately being stubborn and just like no i'll take i'll take my son to see the king or queen um and the and the trail of blood um behind her during that whole thing and then you get kind of the introductions of like the other like um lenor grown up and everything and just going but anyways I think that because for me as a viewer I don't I I I guess because I kind of am a little bit on Allison's side on this Mm. just just because I'm like Renera wake the fuck up you're the, the kids look nothing like yeah what, yeah well that's the thing it's what just are like, you doing yeah what are you doing I mean, you, you know, because the moment the king dies, when the Viserys di- dies, you no longer have his cover. Exactly. And 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 this going, I mean, and I, you know, I haven't read the books and stuff, so I mean, I, you know, but I mean, no, we're, we're no dummies here. I mean, we 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 know what path this is, this whole issue is going to <laughs> lead to, uh, without having read the books. Uh, and you know, and she just like just rolls with it, and just so and just so openly open about it, clearly open about it. Especially now you got three kids, and then especially I think that the scene where you know when um, when Strong has to leave 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 the house, the castle after right. breaking, you know, after uh, getting t- showing his hand because he he fell for uh, Sir Kristen's taunts. And 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 in in the practice session, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that poor kid is just like, is he my, you know, just flat out, he, is he my father? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you're like, you're right. Wake the fuck up because the moment, yeah, your days are numbered, and oh. your kids, and and and, and, and I guess, and, and I guess she does eventually come to the senses, her senses on that. It only took because ten years. Three children. Three children, ten years, and and the death of her of her of her lover <laughs> to get well, her there. Wait a second. Did they did they leave before or after? Oh yeah. Because I I feel like as soon as he uh, his because dad came in and said, "Dude, you gotta go." <laughs> yeah, it's after. It was after. But I mean, but I guess it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's been. It was, but which, yeah, but, but which you know, I'm a little pissed at Allison about yeah. that because that hand was probably the best hand. I mean, Otto was great. However, mm-hmm. Otto towards the end did start to manipulate the king. He did. Now this has been going on for ten years, mm-hmm. and there's one outburst, and suddenly it's like I. I've been compromised. I can't, I can't do this anymore. And Allison is just like, why can't you? And it's like, well, 
if he like he hasn't it's not like he encouraged his son to do it right right he didn't i mean but i bet it but it's yeah and 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 it's funny like with the two hands because otto like like you said he did manipulate things whereas strong really he really just was honorable decent man who didn't encourage his son to like participate in in in, in this affair with with Renera to like right. gain favor or anything like that whereas Otto was just like you know as soon as as soon as uh, the queen the uh uh the the first the queen I can't remember her name uh died you know Otto was just like ooh opening you know he was already he was scheming from that point and yep. so and so so whenever she's like being so that I guess that's where I can't quite get on Allison's side because whenever she was like playing that game in that that moment with with the hand strong, yeah, and like forcing you know like well well can't you just tell us why it you know what's going on here and also you know she should know I mean not to say she should know I mean Viser I mean I guess she's you know she's also. Because since Viserys is so has always been very weak as far as being a, a leader, she has, in a way, she has manipulated and, dom- and has become the dominant presence there in 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 the in the in the council. Castle. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, so those all those things together it's just it's like yeah i just i can't quite 100 percent get on board with allison either yeah i mean and and the the bastard children are adorable and cute mm-hmm. the um the legitimate children are a bit like okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like are you sure they're not like you know not being mean or anything or they're using one hundred inbred <laughs> Are you are you sure they're not Damon's kids? <laughs> What's going on? Here? Because because we do have um we have Aegon the oldest yep. um who loves jerking out off out yeah, of I, I got home letter vibes from him. <laughs> and so many people I've heard give that comment and I think it's wonderful. I I thought it was good. I thought it was an interesting way to set up that conversation that was really serious and just to start mm-hmm. it. But yep, yep. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we see a lot of him and. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I, what I like is I like how um, a lot of people have been saying this show has been very small in terms of scope. Um, mm-hmm. I know it has dragons and it's big cinematic and everything, but in terms of characters, stories, we're, we're focused on this one family. Yeah. And now after 10 years, we really have two families mm-hmm. under the same Targaryen banner. Yeah. And, and so the, the fighting is happening or the start of this fighting, the feuding, is between um, two families. And and Viserys is, like, stuck in the middle. And it's like, I have a kingdom to run, but I also have, like, <laughs> my <laughs> daughter's family, my wife's. Like, like it's so confusing. Um, and, and so, and I think that's really clever to kind of expand, mm-hmm. but also keep it under the same house and yeah. um and make it more familiar because families fight all the time um yeah. but but it it was cool to see that with the children um and and then even between the children where you do have you do have Aegon but then you have Edmund who is the only one without a dragon yeah um who and and Damn you, YouTube thumbnails, because I might have seen something about Edmund and potential future storyline where I'm like, (laughs) I did not want to know it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that was clickbait, so it might be completely false. Um, But but yeah, I I really, I I like that. and, And I was surprised when we went away from the castle and we saw even further extension of this family as Damon finally settled down. He did. 
He did. He, Damon, it's funny. Matt Smith did not get replaced. Yet, there was something about Damon in this episode where it just, it's, it was clearly Damon, but it was like this, this neutered version of <laughs> yeah, and that's the that's the beauty of Matt Smith. I mean, he could play this character in so so many show so many levels of this character because you're right. This Damon was just like uh, he was just like I won't I won't say beaten, mm-hmm. but he was definitely you know. But he basically was just like I'm done with all the palace intrigue and bullshit. There, I just want to re- sit here, read these history books about the. Targaryen line and all the lore of Westeros and I, he was just content with that and then Lenara but uh, uh Lena um she was like you know, she, you know she she's she's like I'm the wife in exile here <laughs> right clearly not happy with with the circumstances that they're under and and, and it was missing home and mm. it, and it's so, and it's so funny, especially considering how when we when they first hooked up, you know, at that wet at the at the the party uh, where it, the the seeds were planted for their relationship, you know, there, you know, that Damon, you know, that was the Damon she fell for, and now she's stuck with this guy, and they have two kids and another one on the way, and and so. It was, it, it was, again, hats off to Matt Smith because it, it just shows just a, what a fascinating character Damon Targaryen is. Yeah. It has so, many, it has so many layers to this particular character because, uh, you know, especially when we get to the scene where she is giving birth and he's faced with the same dilemma that his brother had. Um, and, and do you pick the child? Do you pick your wife? But, you know, but she had agency and she took it out of his, out of his. his How in the world did she get alone all the way to the dragon while she was in like, like that was one thing that took, that's probably the first time this season I've been taken out of an episode due to Mm. lack of logic here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I, I was listening to a recap, and it's, uh, and apparently this they did take some liberties and adapted it differently than how it was portrayed in the book. Yeah, I mean, I, I there there were so many parallels with this episode and the first episode. Oh yeah, oh, um, yeah. and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. But. And it's not, and don't get me wrong, I did not want to go through another, like, killing of a woman. No, I didn't want to see that. But it also was just very strange to me that, like, there's a look. And then Mm -hmm. what, she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Please, how does that Yeah, she makes it out. But, but, But I guess... The line that she says where she, you know, she's a warrior and I want to, you know, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out like one. Oh, I I completely understand why yeah. she went. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm more criticizing y'all had one job. <laughs> Keep yeah. the pregnant lady in the yeah. bed. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. They, they did. They, they, they failed at their one job for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like, I, I agree. Damon, yeah. here's your decision. Okay. Yeah. But where did the pregnant lady go? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I, I did, even though I saw where they were, what they were doing there, I, it, I agree with you. It, it did take me out a little bit because it was sort of like, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just disbelief can go for so far. I mean, right. you know, she's like. Uh, you know, she's literally the baby's like stuck in the, you know, stuck in the in the chain cervix and like working as, and she can't barely. Yeah, I, that one was one of those ones. I mean, I, it, even even Renera like and uh, doing what she was able to do, like right after birth and the afterbirth and all that stuff. I mean, that was hard enough to like, you know, that stretched it a little bit. But whenever they had the scene with her and the, 
<laughs> walking out there to the dragon. That was, yeah, I agree. Poor dragon. Yeah, yeah. math. So sad. So sad. Um, yeah. 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 It, was a, it was a very like powerful moment though. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, well, and that despite was great, the, despite the flaws. Right. And it was a great actress and I'm I'm actually I'm mad that it's another person we meet for one episode who ends mm-hmm. up dying. Um yeah. but I really liked and I mm-hmm. really thought, "Oh, interesting character." Same thing with the queen in the first episode. I understand why these deaths are happening. Yeah. Um, but they could just like not cast really good actresses for them. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then, but then but, we'll be complaining they like, we <laughs> want these deaths to have an impact. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, and I know we have to wrap this up because we literally have two other shows to talk about. Yeah. But um, I am starting to wonder if if Rhaenyra will not be killed by the end of the season. Well, we do have a season two. But that doesn't. This is House of the Dragon. It's not Queen Rhaenyra. Yeah, yeah. I just I I, I will be shocked if the yeah. one big death in this a season is Viserys because that's not a shocking death to anyone. Like no. we know he's going to die in right. this season. Like he can't, he can't go on yeah. much longer. Like it's especially yeah. not another 10 years, no. but I was just thinking now we have the children mm-hmm. and, and I just wonder at what point will it be become like Aegon's story or Edmund's story? Um, maybe, maybe she might survive the season, but Maybe like maybe the first episode of season two. That's when maybe first yeah or the first well I guess maybe the first arc of the f- second season is that that changing over to the next generation. It, yeah, I mean, and the, and don't get me wrong, they could push it for three seasons. I don't know. I'm yeah. just cons- and a, there's been a lot of re, re reactors talking about this. The pace at which they are going through this story with these time jumps, with these these deaths, um, when and and we've we've talked about it too in terms of these shows that go on season after season, it's all about retaining stakes. And so yeah. if if I'm sitting here just like, oh, Renera is always gonna be around, then there's not much stakes. Right. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I it's just like like I said before, this is a very small show about one family. Um, but Game of Thrones, it's all about the stakes and the political and people killing. Like we gotta have we gotta have a Ned Stark level death here, people. Spoil yeah. um, uh, it's it's coming. I mean, it looks like the uh, yeah, this looking at the preview for next week. It, it the alliances are starting to be formed and. And uh, we shall see what happens. Yep. All right. Okay. I guess we can talk about the other two shows now. Um, no, no, no. If you have anything, I mean, I, I, yeah, we go. Uh, well, I know we'll have our supersized uh, episode of House of the Dragon come up in a few weeks, but yeah, I mean, I, I, we, we can continue. I mean, if, if there's something else you want to talk about, I don't, I don't think so. I, I got through my major points. Okay. Did you have anything else? Uh, no, I, you know, I think, um, I mean, we, uh, no, I don't, I, I think we, I think we've covered it all. I think we touched on every major point from the, this episode. Awesome. Okay. So, um, two minutes on She-Hulk. Yeah, that's all it needs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I watched this episode during my lunch break today. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too, actually. I did too. I, I, it was a good episode. I come, I come home from work. I realize I didn't make any notes during that episode, and I also don't really remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I, 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 um, I was thinking this is this is group therapy, and I liked it. I liked how there was no B plot. Yes. Um. Which I didn't realize while I was watching. And that's what I really appreciate is it took me 
after watching it to realize, oh, we didn't see any lawyering happening. We this was really about Jen mm-hmm. and this this struggle that that has been a li- little bit repetitious, but she clearly has an identity issue. Yeah. It only took her to go to Blonsky's retreat and to <laughs> sit around in a circle of some of the <laughs> weirdest <laughs> villains or hero or whatever you want to call them and yeah. have some group therapy, you know, for her to realize yeah. um, that Jen is just as good, if not better, than She-Hulk. Um, I, I, I really, I really, really liked it, but. At the end of the day, nothing big happened. Daredevil isn't showing up until the last scene of the last episode. <laughs> At this point, I don't, you know, the, you know, again, as, as Jen says, this is about, this is my show. So, yeah. All the people complaining about Daredevil, you know, remember y'all, it's called She-Hulk. Daredevil's got one coming down the line, so just, you know. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, but I can understand where fandom is upset because they just played it up so damn much so i can see why people are upset i mean we wouldn't be as upset if maybe this episode featured a nice short b plot featuring wong and madison yeah, like bring yeah. back wong and madison. Would, yeah oh. yeah this would have been a good episode forward especially as you know i did think about it honestly whenever because it was a very nice there was a good sort of teased the way that with Blonsky's re-return the inhibitor was you know his parole officer was like it's not working and of course they ended up finding out that he just had to run in with the electric fence but supposedly (laughs) it wasn't long summoning him away but um so this it did have that like promise of that but you're right I think the thing that worked for me in this episode was it just it, it, it remind you know i think her like obsessing over the text um and it it i was like you know they could have like folded the two episodes five six <laughs> five and six into one episode instead of like stretching it over two to uh, her obsessing over the text and her insecurities and her identity crisis um i thought the, the therapy session was good. I mean, it was it, nothing, nothing will touch therapy patrol and doom patrol. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but you know, for, for what this show is, it did, it, I think they closed it. Um, they, they closed this arc of her story and her journey consistent with the tone of the show. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And then and then, of course, but the other thing is they insulted the intelligence of all of us when they were trying to play this head fake with Josh. Because oh. we all knew he was the bad guy. I mean, we knew that he was going to end up being, a, you know, but I guess it's consistent with this show. I mean, the show is not supposed to be like, it's supposed to be light and like not, you know, not um, challenging your brain as far as well, uh, when they when they had the the guy who was in the gang who mm-hmm. her appear at yeah. therapy i thought yeah. oh okay now i get i get it there he's going to say something that might like take her off that there's something bigger going on so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but that didn't happen and i was like hmm that's a lame payoff because if that had happened the whole three days earlier bit would it wouldn't have felt like duh yeah 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 <laughs> duh <laughs> predicted that a long time ago I'm still waiting for that that date um that date who um obnoxious oh. date that oh, yeah. yeah I'm waiting for him to be a part of it too somehow mm. um, but anyways so yeah. that episode happened. We're still on Daredevil watch um, for the next two weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just... at the end of the day, this is not the best Marvel series. No. But I do have to say, it is one of the ones where I'm not constantly checking the time. And I'm just watching it. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this is nice. Yeah. We watch a lot of dark stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, it's, 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 um, 
good 30 minutes and and there you go yeah there you go um all right on that note we can head over to star wars and talk andor episode four um yes will yeah i'll just i just i'm just really digging the series i i really am (laughs) um i'm i'm still so lukewarm i'm so lukewarm on this um I I do agree that, or I do have to say that the best scene was um, Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma, and Luthen in the antique store, or him trying to sell her, mm-hmm. sell her that under the skies. Um, I really like that scene. It was mm-hmm. one of the few where I stopped doing other things and actually paid attention mm-hmm. um, because a those actors had great on screen chemistry. And um, I was a bit disappointed when neither of them say it, said, the, may the force be with you. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the rebellion's code. Um, but they, I like them talking in code. Yeah. Um, I like how you learned a lot about their relationship, their dynamic, in such a short scene and you just needed one scene. So I really like that. Um, I also, I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but Karn, um, serial Karn. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> I <laughs> like him. <laughs> I, the dude, he screwed up. He gets demoted, kicked out, pretty much fired. And then he yep. has to end up back at mom. But there's something in his eyes that there, I just feel like there's other things at play here where like, I don't know, there's something else going on. And I feel bad for the guy mm-hmm. because I mean, we all mess up at our jobs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, well, he, he really had it handed to him. He did, but I mean, I, I, what, like I said, you know, when we talked about him last week, either uh, I thought about it, especially as I was watching the episode, especially now he's back on Coruscant, and and we get introduced to the ISB agents in particular, the, the agency, and then, and, and of course, uh, Deidre Mero. Um, but with getting back to Cyril for just a sec, I love to see, you know, one, he had to go crawling back to mom. You know, she slaps him and then comes, she's like, on the one hand, because she's like, you fucked up. Oh, you had one job. And you, yeah. And then, but come on home. You know, mom's always going to be forgiving. Yeah. But then, but then either it's going to either strengthen his resolve and he is going to get, you know, as I, thought, as I mentioned before, really, you know, have a chance encounter with one of these ISB agents and not, not the, not the Lieutenant Belvin Blevin. Cause I think, you know, he's, he's trying to keep everything close to, you know, as far as what happened on Ferrex. Mm-hmm. But, but I think with, with, with Mero, with Idra, I think he could be a, a, she might recruit him to do something for her. Right. Uh, you know, and do her dirty work on, you know, to, so that she can, Assuming that she's not like a high-level spy that that, that Luthen is is using to get information as well um, in the ISB, uh, but if she is true believer, hardcore Imperial, which I think she is, um, I think she's going to use this guy. Or this guy may end up, um, you know, becoming you know so disillusioned with the with the Empire and uh, you know help. Be, you know, become one of the early agents for the rebellion. Right, right. Yeah, and maybe that's what I was picking up on, that he can now, given his situation, he could go either ways um, in terms of his, what he, uh, what his relationship with the Empire will be yeah. um, in the long run. And and you're kind of, um, that's where Cassian in, is in, Mm-hmm. Um, a similar situation where now he's been <laughs> he's um, a non-volunteer to the rebellion yeah. where he's basically yeah. been like go do this kid 
Yep. And then we might have a few other things, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We just want to see how you do with this. Um, and I like it. I, I do this show besides um, the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I like this better than the other star Wars shows. I guess I'm just still lukewarm because, um, and maybe it's because I don't know as much of the lore as I think. I feel like you need to know, or you need to, I don't know, have, have a super interest in it. Um, yeah, maybe that's it. Because I, I just continue to find myself, myself very lukewarm on a lot of these Star Wars shows. Yeah, I I could see that. I mean, and what I do like about this show, and I know Tony Gilroy mentioned it as far as, I think I read an interview where he, you know, I think the problem in particular with like, whatever was really glaring and Obi-Wan and also Book of Boba Fett, they lean too heavy in some of the, the the nostalgia and the callbacks and 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 things and you know, Easter eggs for the sake of like having them. Here, I mean, this episode it was like you know they do have you know it, it, it you know there are things that like remind you that you're in this universe. Like one of the one of the scenes that sticks out for me in this episode is when the Tie Fighter, uh, whenever um, Cass Clem Cassian and Bell are like walking, you know, walking through the camp, and you hear the sounds of the TIE fighter flying through and the fear that it causes because, you know, because you know there's not going to be an X Wing coming down to save your behind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, so they're out. So, I, what I'm really enjoying about this series is it really captures beyond overusing Darth Vader how evil and how dangerous the empire actually was to, to, to really carry this, you know, so that when we get to Rogue One and then later New Hope and the original trilogy, why it was so, why the rebellion, what, what were, the, why, why the stakes and everything for rebellion was so great. It just, you know, so for me, I guess that filling in, filling in that backstory you know, some people could, you know, you, you can make the argument, is it really necessary? And I could say. Oh, are you talking about this series? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, well, I, yeah. think, I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier in terms of the MCU. We always are like, it's too much, it's too much. And then we want more at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars is just another thing where, yeah, you might criticize, oh, this isn't a necessary story, but it's still a part of a universe you follow. Yeah. So right. you don't care if it's good, bad, in the middle, whatever. Well, I care if it's but, good or bad or in the middle, because, I mean, as a fan, I mean, I was sour on Bubba Fett, and I thought it was oh, just great. Yeah, I, I try mean, to I, forget about it, and then you always bring it up. I'm like, yeah, that did happen. But in terms of what you're saying, I, I agree. I agree that very subtly this show is talking about the bigger picture um, I, I guess it's hard for me to paint, even though I hear about the, um, the empire coming in, taking over, um, exploiting resources, um, giving more to our, those who already have, have, have mm-hmm. a lot, um, unless, and not helping those who need, um, who are in need of it. Um, and, and maybe that's why that scene with Mon Matha, um, especially when she even goes back and we meet her husband, who's yeah. very ignorant and lives in Delulu Delu- land. Yeah. Um, but you, you feel it with her character that, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe that's it because this is the first time we're seeing Coruscant, we're seeing her mm-hmm. and, and what she has to deal with on a day-to-day basis of being a rebel, but living amongst her enemy. Yeah. Um, that is a lot more intense than, I hate to say it, what Cassie's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, now, now I, and I only say that because Cassie even kind of pissed me off this episode. I felt like all he did was just yeah. ask questions. 
Yeah, I I felt Cassian honestly was to me the he was the weakest link in the episode this week. Yeah, I just like, dude, give the man he. I don't know. There was just something about it where I'm like, this is our main character, and he's he's playing the straight man right now, where he's us, and we're like he's asking what we're asking. But yeah. I don't want my main character to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about him. And yet now all of a sudden I'm like, Luthen's pretty interesting. I, I'm curious about Luthen. I'm curious about to see more and feel more of what Mamatha's day-to-day life is. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we're stuck with Cassian who knows nothing. <laughs> well, another thing too, I feel like I learned more about Cassian from Luthen than I do from Cassian himself. Right, right, which which they're they're doing because and, and I've heard discussions about this, they're doing it because that that's the question. Why does Luthen want Cassian? Mm-hmm. Like what what does Cassian bring to the table and, and what yeah. it is? Because he ain't no chosen one Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that's just it. I mean and I, and, I, and I guess that's I guess some of the groundedness of this series, because you know we're not dealing with Jedi and we're not dealing with you know people with extraordinary abilities and chosen ones and all that stuff. I mean, these are really, like you said, I mean, we are living you know, like Mom Martha. I mean, she is doing her day-to-day do- jobs in the Senate, but at the same time, she you know she's just a regular person and she's a politician. Don't get me wrong, but but she's having these other these issues of um, living among living among this this corrupt bureaucracy and trying to do right by her people and and then you know and then we do see the gang that that Vel is part of this 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 cell of um the rebellion um i guess the early stages of the rebellion and you know there's only like six of them and luthan's like putting cassian in this place where he's got you know she's she's got to like sell to this group that oh yeah it was all a part of my plan and 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 all these people are again very regular folks who are just trying to you know take on this 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 vast empire and and so those are the kind of grounded things i like about this series that it's just very refreshing for me um and i think that's the same i think that's one of the cool things about the mandalorian too i mean he's just a you know he's 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 a, he's a guy. <laughs> right. The, the main characters are, but you know we're yeah. going to get some Jedi in this series. Oh. Mm, well, yeah. we did get a, we did get a, well, we got a Kyber yeah. crystal tonight. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, which was yeah. like a. Yeah, it won't take long for them yeah. to pull pull the the good old toys out of the play dress. Yeah. And yeah, we, even Mandalorian yeah. did. Yeah, even, the, yeah, <laughs> we'll get one. Yeah, maybe certain Organa season two or something like that, you know, uh, or some, yeah, uh, maybe maybe Ashoka, you know, shows up somewhere. I mean, oh, Tom, I, I like, heard that Ezra is showing up. Ezra Bridger may show up, or 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 no, I uh, legitimately hmm? cast him. Will? Huh? <laughs> I heard that there was casting. Like, he's oh yeah, no, he's he's casted. For, he's he's casted for Ashoka. Yeah. Oh, I heard he was cast for this show. Um, well, for season two. I don't know. It, ha- it would have to be season two. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we're going not, off on a tangent. I know, but no, but 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 you're right. I mean, there there are Jedi because, like, for example, with Rebels, the timeline it, this would the the timeline would sync up with Re- being the same time period as Rebels. So it's very possible that, um that uh, the characters from Rebels could show up, which they did have a Jedi in there, so. Yeah, yeah, they all have Jedi. This is Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have you're gonna have it. But right now we get the normal folk for a little bit, which, yeah. and, and this is my last point, is, um, and maybe this is also something unique about this show, but the the evil people... The people we're meeting, considering we started with the mall cops, 
and now we're we're up to the the uh, I don't know how you would put it the supervisors the supervising yeah. crew like they're not evil there's something about it where the way they're playing it it's very corporate climbing mm -hmm. ladders you just yeah. want you just want to get moved to the next step um, and the fact that they um, how it's shot in mm -hmm. in those bases everything is very um, I want to say stale, but yeah. but that I don't think that's the right word. It's there. There's something about it where it feels very robotic. So, and I think that's another reason why I know that overall who the enemy is, mm -hmm. but I don't have a necessarily a villain to to like that is a villain to be the face of it right. um, well, yeah. yeah 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 and it, it is kind of like a slow burn i mean it's like you you're right i mean we we you know the the it's the it's like the sterile bureaucratic office that you know when you think of yeah you know it, it, that very utilitarian and and yeah, you know, you, you would just think like, oh, well, okay, just like you, your normal bureaucracies, but I can't see it being like a, you know, a sadistic empire. But I mean, but that's what it is, and it, it was very corporate. And you're right, it did have a very corporate feel because everybody was just trying to jockey for position and, um, you know, carry favor. Even though I guess this, you know, I guess it's like the ISB. I guess it's the equivalent of the Gestapo for the empire. But, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it's all very, it's all very interesting. I, like I said, I just have to be honest. I'm still lukewarm on this. I'm still doing other things while watching the episode, which is never a good sign. Um, but it's a slow burn. This is not as, not as slow as, not as slow as okay, this will tell me it's just a slow burn, Sarah. It's just a slow burn. I'm like, okay, I don't care if it's a but slow burn. This I don't like it. Burn. I like this it. Good, yeah, this is a good slow burn. This is one that works. I like other ones. I'm writing so much better. <laughs> we agree to disagree. I mean, like, I don't even disagree with it. The writing's fine. I want to say it's the best. It's just fine. But, like, come on. Well, I, I have House of Dragon to compare everything to right now. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, so, we're, we're four, four weeks, y'all. We, so, yeah, we're going <laughs> to... I have to go on like gotta find some Sarah something good to like fill yeah. the void until there, will, there will be there will be I I went years without Game of Thrones I can go I can go another like what yeah. nine ten months but anyway on that note Will why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you yes you can find me on Twitter at Will M Polk W I L L M P O L K you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>